Well, I'm excited this morning. When I came out the house this morning and was driving along the road, do you know what I saw? The sun. The sun was shining this morning. How, how long is it since we last saw it? It's really important because um, of the subject I want to speak about today. Let there be light. Look at that. That was wonderful. Did you miss it? Yes, I did. Oh, well, tough. Let there be... Let there be I want to talk a bit about light this morning. What an exciting subject. Let there be light. And I've got a couple of things to read as well, and I don't want you going to sleep on me, so... We're going to keep this really good. Did you know that the word light in the Hebrew is made up of three letters? Uh, and you'll notice that although we start with Resh, Vav and then Aleph, because the Jews read from right to left, like the Chinese, we've got it Aleph, Vav and Resh before anybody says, why well, have you got it back to front? Made up of three letters, light and Aleph, means, of course, God and teach and strong. Resh is the head, the most important. And then we've got the Vav, which we know this is a, a Vav year, 5776, the year of the Vav. And we've got something to symbolise the Vav here. And that means kind of a hook or a tent peg, something that establishes, something that joins, because... Light is really important, but God is light. That's why Aleph is in there. And the head's there. The most important. Hallelujah. And he links everything together. Now, we probably get some of the school teachers that could do a better job about what light is, because light's quite a big subject. But did you know that this is the international year of light? 2015, and I pulled this. This is the banner that I pulled off this website from the from UNESCO, and uh, it's it's all about this year. I didn't realise it was the International Year of Light. And uh, in this blog, he says uh, we cannot imagine our life without light. From the first ray of sun in the morning, which if you're fortunate in our country, you don't you don't see it very often, do you? That's why I say I was excited this morning because it's been so. Dismal, but from that light in the morning to the lamp in the night, light accompanies us in all the activities. In modern life, three most important sources of light, which I think, this is the guy that wrote the blog, make major impact on life, are the sun, LEDs, that's light emitting diodes, and the laser. We always come across three sources, these sources, in one way or another. Now, can I just read this little bit? Just smile at me. Uh, don't fall asleep. Even if it's boring, just keep smiling. As though you're enjoying it, okay? Now, we know that the sun is undoubtedly the most important thing, don't we? No, carry on, Beth. It is a constant source of energy for us. It's the most important factor that influences our world. (laughs) He's blogged the way life evolved on Earth. No, we don't. Sorry. Sorry, we can't have that one. Uh, So from photosynthesis, which is responsible for making food in plants of the beautiful world we see and meeting our energy requirements. The sun is pivotal to our life. In recent years, there's been tremendous advancement in the area 
of solar photovoltaic, a process which converts light into electrical energy through a variety of materials. Traditional bulky solar panels are given way to be replaced by flexible, thin film polymer solar cells. So just hang off if you're about to buy any solar panels there, getting thinner. Now these cells can also be coated on your car and generate electricity while you drive in the sun. They'd be hopeless over here though, won't they? We'll need something a bit stronger than that. You can simultaneously get electricity from the window pane of your room whilst you read a newspaper in sunlight with petroleum energy sources getting exhausted. Solar energy is the clean energy option, da-da-da-da-da. We know that's increasing, don't we, the way that we're harnessing the sun. Now, LEDs, I mean, most of you are probably getting more LED lights these days. Is that right? We're kind of familiar with that. So this tiny, tiny source of light is not only lighting up our world in a big way, but also creating high-resolution display screens for our smartphones, computers, and televisions. How many know that televisions are getting thinner and thinner? You can put them flat against the wall, and, and they can even just make them very wafer-thin. So after the sun sets down, LEDs are probably the most uh, seen source of light around us. Indicators in electronic devices, in traffic signals, remote controls, toys, decorative items. Advancements in organic LEDs have made it quite efficient and flexible too. White LED lamps are replacing fluorescent tube lights rapidly and white LEDs are creating high resolution displays. We are all aware of that, aren't we? Okay, so that's good. Thirdly, the laser. Soon after its invention in 1960, this highly coherent, directional and powerful source of light brought revolution and gave birth to several new branches of science and engineering. Advancement in non-linear optics, holography, precision cutting, welding and drilling, laser-guided defence equipment, and most importantly, optical telecommunications, which we're all getting involved with now, aren't we? Always moaning about the strength of our internet signal. Is that right? We're getting aware of that. Today, colour of light when passing through a crystal can be changed from red to blue. A 3D image of an object can be created in space. Data can be read from and written to a compact disc. Missiles can be guided by a laser beam. And very fine, tiny holes can be drilled in sheet metal, thick sheet metal. Nuclei can be fused to generate solar power. Pictures and video can be shared with friends thousands of miles away. We all love that, don't we? Skype and all that. Amazing! and FaceTime on our phones and all that. We're kind of taking it for granted. But lasers have made our world very small through optical telecommunication. Communication is our fourth most important basic need after food, shelter and clothing. Optical telecommunication has made the flow of information considerably fast. Voice, video and internet data ride on light from a laser diode and travels thousands of miles through hair-thin optic fiber at unprecedented rate to reach our colleagues, friends and family. Amen. It's all good stuff, isn't it? Light is amazing. And there's kind of a lot more to light as well. I might read out this other one in a minute, but I want to hold your attention. You're all still awake? Just nudge your neighbour if they seem to just be... If their head suddenly drops. Okay, so how important is it? Very important. It is essential to life on the planet. What would we be or do without it? Did you know your body is amazing as well? Shall I read this bit? Can you take a little bit more reading? Jenny's bored, but anyway. (laughs) 
Jenny, our planet is one of the extremely few places in the universe that is so close to one star. Do you know what type one is? You don't know that one? That its whole environment bathes in light. I think it's probably the SUN. So pay attention. Don't fall asleep. And we, we rarely consider these things. Now, each human cell and every form of life on Earth synchronize their activity with the sun. But the sun is also a source of food for every form of life. It's the energy that binds together all of biomass's important components like hydrocarbons. Now, you all knew that, didn't you? Especially the children. I don't remember hydrocarbons at school, but I'm sure they must have been talking about it. A sun-created biosphere and biomass, it also created seasons and times of day. Well, of course, God created all of that. We know that, don't we? We know a bit more than the scientists. Did you know that? We're a bit sharper than what they are, because we believe in a creator. But it gives rhythm to nourishment and reproduction. Hormones, oh dear, dare we talk about them. Neurotransmitters, inflammatory and growth factors, self-synchronized genes, and many more yet-to-be-discovered mechanisms regulate the function of living organisms. What all of them have in common is that their life cycle is repeated on a daily, monthly, or seasonal basis. In other words, they're dependent on the availability of sunlight. (coughs) Why have some of you been depressed in the last week? Because we haven't seen that sun. People coming from the southern hemisphere to move to the UK often suffer with light deprivation, don't they? Lack of sunlight and all the rest of it. So, started from sunrise, all wild plants and animals are bathed in light. We can easily understand how intense that sunbath is by looking at how artificial materials get weathered down over a period of time. In the morning, light-sensitive central nervous system compounds also launch hundreds of reactions in human beings. The number of monoamines, the nervous system's most important neurotransmitters, increases. That's why your body's just so hectic in the morning. No wonder it takes you so long to get ready and get all your clothes on, because it's all busy. Are you still all right this morning? This is the last bit of reading I'm going to be doing, so just relax a little bit. At the same time, all these hormonal regulations in different areas of our bodies are synchronised through chemical communication according to the rhythm, our activity level and other hormones in our bodies. We men know about hormones, don't we men? Successful synchronisation of these activities are prerequisite for our performance and well-being. Decreased amount of light and darkness activate night hormones. We know about melatonin, don't we? that start activating when it gets dark and that starts building up to try and get us to sleep. That's why we're not supposed to have our mobile phones in bed or tablets before we go to sleep and we shouldn't really be watching anything too bright on the TV before we go to bed. We need a time to just spend before the Lord and read the Word before we go to bed. See, these bright lights in our eyes are not good for us. So all those things. Anyway, I'm not going to do any more of that. But light's important, isn't it? So, light is not only essential to our body, but it feeds and uplifts our spirit. It makes us emotionally better, doesn't it? When we go on holiday, we feel better because of the sunshine. So, light is used to signal, it's used to guide, 
And I've got that scripture in there, Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet, light to my path. His word in our lives is so key. It's more important than the telly, just to keep that theme going. It's also used to penetrate the darkness, to expose naughty people that are doing things that they shouldn't do, try and hinder people by having street light and all of that, secure areas to make life easier for us and safer. Yes? And of course, it's used a lot in plants, to grow plants. So, okay. Light doesn't exist just for its own glory, but it does brighten up the world. And that's why I've put some pictures in there. Now, here's the deal, okay? Let's get to some of the spiritual stuff. You are the light of the world. Now, this is a key scripture for me in Matthew 5, because this is what God spoke to me in 1998, when Jenny was in a meeting, listening to Sharon Stone speaking. We'd never met her before. She gave a prophetic word to Jenny, and God was speaking to me as I was reading in Matthew 5. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hid. The church is supposed to be a city, and it's supposed to be uh, out there. Let's put it like that. It's evident. It shouldn't be hidden. It should be seen. I always remember lots of holidays that we went on. And Dad always wanted to find the local church uh, of his denomination, I'll just say that, of his denomination. He had his yearbook, and wherever he go, he would find the nearest one. And it was always a hassle because it was always on some back street, and you have a real job to ever find it. I remember going to one church in Scotland, and the minister was so excited that he invited us back uh, for... Um, supper after church and uh, we had a jar of jam homemade jam given to us so it was really lovely he was so pleased because our family doubled the congregation (laughs) so a city is supposed to be the church and it's supposed to not be hidden it's supposed to be seen and visible and active now I like the complete Jewish Bible because it says you are light for the world I just like that little slight nuance change, not just that you're the light of the world, but you are the light for the world. Now, Strong's exhaustive concordance translates this word light um, in the Greek as, you know, you've heard of phosphorus, haven't you, and you sort of set fire to it, it burns brightly. It's this word phos, and it means to shine or make manifest, especially by rays, luminousness, fire and light. And when you compare it to two other Greek words, uh, phaino and then femi, to lighten, to show, to appear, to be seen, also to show or make known one's thoughts, speak or say, affirm, and to declare. We are light for the world, and that's why in our prayer gatherings, we should make known our thoughts and God's thoughts. We make declarations, we decree, we affirm certain things and speak them out. And as we speak them out, we're speaking light and revelation into the atmosphere. You are light. We make known things. I like these. These, You know, we need to... 
get to grips with these, to show, to appear. So we need to be visible. Hello. Thank you, Jenny. So that's good. I'm going to hit this again in a minute. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. It'd be a bit difficult to hide that one, but that's the point. We should not be hidden. Likewise, when people light a lamp, they don't cover it with a bowl. Or in some uh, versions, you've probably got, they don't cover it with a bushel. You've got that in yours. I'm just going to show you what a bushel looks like, just so you've got an idea. That's a bushel, like a wicker basket. You don't do that, do you? If you've got your Yankee candle, you make sure it's up somewhere high so it lights the house. Is that right? It makes it smell nice at the same time. Okay. But what do they do? They don't cover it. They put it on a a lampstand or a candlestick so it gives light to everyone in the house. We're supposed to give light wherever we go. Amen. So what did Jesus go on to say? In the same way, let your light shine before men or before people so that they may see the good things you do and praise your Father in heaven. So we need to let those good deeds show. In other words, we need to go and do them. Is that good? We need to do some good stuff. And it's not self... Well, it's kind of when you give a gift, you're supposed to, but this is Jesus talking now. So it must be right. It talks about not letting your left hand know what your right hand's doing when you're giving certain things to people. So when we give monetary gifts, we like to try and give it in secret. Like, you know, you write the person's name with your left hand instead of your right hand so they can't get your handwriting, you know what I mean? Or you print it or something. But Jesus wants us to demonstrate his nature and character. Hello? Because yeah. how, how will they know that we're different unless they see something different in our lives? Now, here, you might be familiar with this piece that Marianne Williamson wrote. You might not know her. I don't know whether she's a Christian. It says that she's kind of spiritual. She uh, has Jewish parents, so she's Jewish. But she wrote a book called A Return to Love, And this thing has been um, written and spoken about a number of times, so you might be more familiar with it. But she says this, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So let your light shine. You are incredible. Hello? Kevin, you are incredible. You are absolutely amazing. When you know what's on the inside of you, the creator of the universe is on the inside of you. 
Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters when a voice spoke out, Light be! And what light was. I love those five little words in Genesis where it says, almost as an afterthought, he made the stars also. One hundred, over one hundred billion Milky Ways, each containing over one hundred billion stars. He made the stars also. He is in, and he, he's on the inside of you. Hello. Who are we to be small? Who are we to keep thinking, oh, little me? Come on, we do. I'm no good. I'll never amount to anything. I'm, I, if only, if only I'd been born then. If only I'd had different parents. If only, if only. No, no. God has created you. He's your father. He has placed Holy Spirit within you who is limitless, has all power living on the inside of you. Get your noddle box round it. That's the only limitation to you and I. Our thinking. Yeah. We need to manifest him who's on the inside of us. Because we are children of light. You're a bit quiet this morning. Have you got... Awesome! Come on! We are amazing! Come on, we've got to believe it. We've got to, if we don't believe it, the world's got nothing to look to. The world needs us. If we don't shine, they're going to be in darkness. Hello, I'll say it again. If we don't shine, they'll remain in the darkness. John 8 verse 12, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life, the foss for us. That luminousness, that fire. We were praying about fire on the altar this morning. That light and foul, that laser beam that can cut the tiniest of holes, that can cut the strongest metals known to man, that laser beam, that laser light. He is the light and we are the light. We don't believe it, nobody else will. Now that word darkness, you wanted to know what that was, didn't you? Oh, one of you, was that, thank you. Thank you for that voice, that lone voice. It means dimness, it means obscurity, obviously the lack of light, or also darkened eyesight or blindness. You know, we use the term, don't we? There's none so blind as those who will not see. You can sit and talk to somebody, can't you, about the word? A lot of people on our planet believe that Jesus was born at Christmas. Don't they? And churches will really be racking that this week. Jesus was born. We know different, don't we? But you could tell them until you were blue in the face. So, it's also a metaphor for being 
ignorant of divine things. So, this is interesting, I think. Ignorance is darkness, or darkness is ignorance. We don't want this world to be ignorant, do we? We don't want the church. We've been praying in the watch this morning that men and women might begin to get the times and the seasons, begin to understand that Israel is key because they are the root and we're the branches. And if they do not recognise that, then they are branches that at the moment are cut off from the root. Hey, you know the other thing? Oh, this morning, as I looked out of my kitchen window, what did I see in the garden? A daffodil. Man, is nature ever confused? She'll be at least February, if not more like March or April. A daffodil in my garden. But if I, I, I thought about cutting it off and bringing it in this morning, just to show you, just to say, that's lovely. But what would have happened to that daffodil if I'd have cut it off from its root? It would have died. What is the church if it thinks it's replaced Israel? Yuli Lee said it last week and it, and it, and it hit me like a 10-ton truck. The church is dead unless it recognises that it's connected into something and that something is Israel. Isn't it sad? And we've got to get that message out. And Dave Chapman's favourite scripture is John 10.10. And in John chapter 10, when Jesus is talking about the shepherd and the sheep, he says, do you remember? I have got other sheep, not of this fold. Them I have to bring into this fold. So he's talking to Jews. He's on about the Jewish fold. Other sheep have got to be brought in, which is the non-Jews, because there will be one fold and one shepherd. If the people are out, that doesn't mean to say that folks are not saved, not born again. But there is one fold and we want everybody to be in that fold. So, Jesus had issues with religious people. We still have issues with religious people. They often refused to believe him, let alone follow him, and so they remained in darkness. You're in the light. You're children of light now. I like what Martin Luther King said. He says, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. We're people of the light and we're people who have love on the inside of us. So we can deal with the darkness. But here's an interesting thing I came across as I was doing this study. What is to give light must endure burning. Oh dear. Shall I come round with a match this morning? Set fire to some of you. If we're going to give off light, we've got to be prepared to be burned. We've got to go on the altar, haven't we? Which is what Dave, if you turn that page over, you'd see Dave put about an altar, fire on the altar. We don't mind sitting on the altar, providing it doesn't get too hot. But when the heat's turned up, it's like, owie, owie, isn't it? But that helps refine us. In John 1, 1 to 5, it says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was 
with God, the Word was God, He was in the beginning with God, all things were made through Him, without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. Now that word comprehend is two Greek words, katalambeno and kata means down and lambeno means to take or to seize. And as I was thinking about this this morning, I was thinking about a rugby match. Now have you ever watched, seen any of the rugby or on the TV this summer when they're just out on the sports ones? You know there was one team and they get into, is that the one, John? Because I was thinking about the player who's on the light team and he's got the ball under his arm. And then there's the dark team. And they are 20 stone plus. Yeah, exactly. And they're mean. You know, and then ones that do the hacker. Ah! And there's 15 men and you've got the ball. And on your, on your back line and then you're about to go. But you're the light. You're the light. And as you're running down with the ball, there he is, dribbling. Ah, he's going to have you. But you know what? You're light of foot because you've got Heinz feet for high places. And as he comes in, you're there and you've missed it. But you're already seeing two others coming right across and they're heading straight for you. And just before you stop and they collide and they're out. And you're running towards that line. And then there's a bigger group because they think they're going to stop you. You just tear off and you're gone at the speed of light. And there's just one guy and he thinks, he's going to take you down. You're near the line and he's coming but he just pushes you away and he's up, touchdown, you've scored because light cannot, listen, listen now, you need to write it down, kata, K-A-T-A, lamb, as in, A-N-O, because light cannot take down, kata is down, Sees or to take is lambano. Light cannot take us down. Darkness even. Darkness for the tape. Darkness cannot take us down. It can't extinguish our flame. Come on. Darkness is not powerful. It's not all powerful. This is another version. Light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not... I'll tell you what, when you walk in a room, darkness has to go. Come on, let's get this in our noddle box because we're just so negative on ourselves. We think we're rubbish. But we're not. What do you do if, you, if there's a room and it's dark? What do you do? You have a switch, don't you? Normally by the door. Is that right? It's no good these days going into a bathroom to try and find a light because they're usually on the outside now, aren't they? You've got to. (laughs) We are light. Come on now, we've got to get this. We've got to just keep speaking this over ourselves. We are light. 
Wherever we go, we make a difference. We've got to believe that. We've got to have our faith stoked up. We've got to be on fire like Jenny was encouraging us this morning. We've got to come here fired up. We've got to go everywhere fired up. We have to set that bus alight or that office or that factory or the shop, wherever we are. Folks shouldn't be looking at us and say, well, you look as miserable as what I feel. They should say, what's the matter with you this morning? Have you won the pools or what? What's the deal? Hey, I'm full of light. I am light for the world. Now, here's the thing as well. God's going to send us into dark places so that we can make a difference. Is that right? The darker the situation, the brighter your light will shine. That's true. Now, Ephesians 5, let's read this together. Come on. Can you all see it? Let's go. One, two, three. For you used to be darkness, but now, united with the Lord, you are light. Live like children of light. For the fruit of the light is in every kind of goodness, rightness and truth. Try to determine what will please the Lord. Have nothing to do with the deeds produced by darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things these people do in secret. But everything exposed to the light is revealed clearly for what it is since anything revealed is a light. This is why it says, Get up, sleeper, arise from the dead, and the Messiah will shine on you. Therefore, pay careful attention to how you conduct your life. Live wisely, not unwisely. Use your time well, for these are evil days. So don't be foolish, but try to understand what the will of the Lord is. Don't get drunk with wine because it makes you lose control. Instead, keep on being filled with the Spirit. Sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs to each other. Sing to the Lord and make music in your heart to Him. Always give thanks for everything to God the Father In the name of our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. Hallelujah. If you want to know what the will of the Lord is, it's to give thanks for everything in the name of our Lord. Hallelujah. That's a good scripture. Ephesians 5, 8 to 20. Complete Jewish Bible. If you haven't got one, they're in the bookshop. Talk to Suzanne. So, we need to arise and shine. Amen. Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Now, this was primarily spoken to Israel, but do you know what? I'm grafted in. Are you grafted in? Okay, so it's for you as well then. So, the glory of the Lord is risen upon you at Kingdom Advance Network on the 20th of December, 2015. Yes? Well, behold, the darkness shall cover the United Kingdom, the 50-mile radius, Burton-on-Trent, deep darkness to people, but the Lord will arise over you. His glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. We're going to arise 
and we're going to shine. When we, this season is one of the most stressful seasons, apparently, especially as you meet family that you've not seen for a while. Did you know that? So, let's arise and shine. We're going to sing another carol. I'm going to pray as well that we might let that light shine. We're not going to sing. We're not going to sing that song, though, Sarah. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. We're not going to sing that one. Lord, we want to thank you today. You have declared over us as your people that we are the light for the world. We are light. And Lord, we are aware that light shines in the darkness. And the darkness cannot take that light down. We declare over our lives that this Christmas time, the darkness is not going to overwhelm us. We're not going to be brought down at all over this Christmas time. We thank you, Jesus, that we are going to advance in this season. We thank you, Lord. We're going to be mindful of you. We're going to pray. We're going to spend time in your presence. We're going to know your richness in our lives over this season. And we thank you, Lord, that we're going to see your kingdom advancing as we move through into a new year in Jesus' name. Amen.